Uh, before we start today's episode, I'm uh, sitting at home by my Christmas tree, uh, kind of scrolling through the That Sounds Fun podcast network and just looking at all the different shows on the network. And I'm uh, really impressed by how many different types of shows there are. Uh, something for everybody. You got us, obviously. We're for everybody. But then you got like the Dadville guys that are uh, that's, like for parenting. And you got shows for creatives. You got Annie. We love her. Um, there's something for everybody. And this next show just might be for you. It's called Faithful. Uh, and here's the thing is I have grown up personally in the church. One thing that I, uh, looking back, didn't hear enough about was the voices in scripture of women amplifying those voices. And Faithful is attempting to do that by bringing on poets, songwriters, and authors and storytellers to dive into these stories and also share uh, their own stories in the process. Um, It's 45-minute episodes. It's hosted by Keely Scott, and they have amazing guests week after week, including Amy Grant. (laughs) Episodes release every Wednesday. You can follow along on social media on the Instagram at Faithful Project or go to FaithfulProject.com. Check it out. Hi, I'm Brian, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Brian, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies. And I'm Ryan, and I'm wrestling with the fact that your audience might not like my takes on this particular Christmas movie. And this this is the Deck the Hallmark Hallmark Podcast. Podcast. Deck the Hallmark, it's his podcast. Brandon and friends host his podcast. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, Hello everybody. Brian, Welcome. Brian, during that intro, was playing yep. an upright bass yep. and a violin. Switched it over the violin. Two instruments that I am positive are not in that song at all. <laughs> you don't know. Wait a second. You don't know. You don't know Jack Diddley about he that. Really? In the you weren't there. You weren't there in the studio. I was. We recorded it. No, not the music part. Yep. Upright bass and violin. Brian did the whole thing. Man. Shows you what I'm sorry. I scratched my upright upright bass you leaving sc- the studio. Scratch your so. upright your upright bass. Uh, what a day today is. Yeah, is. Uh, we have a guest, Ryan. Can you tell people really quick uh, anything about you? Uh, <laughs> anything at all? Anything uh, yeah. at all? Uh, sure. Uh, the baseline is uh, hi everybody. Ryan Papola. I work at WWE. I'm a host on a show called WWE's The Bump. Several other uh, wrestling related programs and. I really enjoy Christmas films, and we'll talk about this one particularly shortly. But I am thrilled to be here. Uh, day oneer. I've been uh, I've been listening since the start. Wow. Since the start, wow. Ryan. Since the start. Thanks to so- Entertainment Weekly. May they rest. But yeah, they they gave me the heads up, and I was there. How about that? Wow. How do you think like Brian's doing? Oh, excellent. Panda who? Yo, wow. Panda who? Panda who? Wow. You got the WWE crowd now, going for you. This is going to seem... Now, Ryan, can I, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I, I'm not sorry. Ryan, Brain has been trying to make this more of a wrestling podcast <laughs> for years now. God and bless him. I, I, I dropped the ball. He come in, comes in today. He doesn't tell me we have a guest. Right. Next or thing me. you know, we just have a wrestling show host on Deck the Hallmark what what the bleeps going on in deck? Well, homework? this is gonna seem like I'm really good at planning. On Monday, I brought up WWE, and I decided to just really lean into it. That's right. And so I brought on a guest to help me out here and talk about how great the Undertaker is. And that's actually all that we're doing today. Um, Mount Mount Rushmore wrestlers go. 
Uh, for me, it's that's that's really tough. But I would go uh, Sting, The Undertaker, okay. yeah. uh, big uh, Kurt Angle fan, and then okay. the fourth is really tough to fall into place. But uh, pillar to post, if you will, on the feet to fire, I'd go Triple H. Yeah, I, I knew it was coming. The right answer is Diamond Dallas Page in all four spots. So I'm sorry <laughs> you missed it. <laughs> DDP once offered me free yoga via email. So I love that guy. <laughs> Man, I wish we had time for that story. I think we do. What? (laughs) Why? Uh, I I wasn't always on camera at WWE. I started as a writer for the website, and uh, I worked with Joey Styles, who's a former ECW commentator. He said, DDP will give anyone free yoga here uh, if you work at WWE. (laughs) So I cold call email DDP, and he got right back to me minutes later. He said, yeah, man, here's a link. And uh, what a guy. What a human. We should do that. <laughs> I'm going to need you to go ahead and pass along that, yeah. uh, that email oh, address. I would love to I'll see it. this. It's from 2015. I'll dig it up. I'll dig He's it up. He's probably still doing it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's fantastic. Um, and uh, what's your uh, been your, your experience with Hallmark Christmas movies? How often have you been diving into these? Yeah, Brand, I, I think you and I have a similar origin story that I was a big 25 Days of Christmas ABC Family uh-huh. guy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I am a yearly multi multiple Hallmark lifetime GAC watcher. I do not watch every Hallmark uh, flick just because I time is a thing that exists in the world. Right. Uh, but I average probably just strictly Hallmark 10 to 15 a year, probably. Actually, wow. you're just, you're just a, you're just a thoughtful fellow. You're just a guy. thoughtful fellow. Um, how does, how does it, is it kind of like the, I know Mick Foley loves, uh, loves Hallmark it. Christmas movies. Uh, we've actually almost had him on multiple yes. times. And it keeps falling he's through, confirmed but one of, and the day before, Oh. Make Foley stuff. He's got to right. throw somebody through a table or something. Yep. Um, but it's kind of like it's the opposite, uh, similar to our guy Doug Jones, who does monster stuff, and then when he comes home, he wants to watch Hallmark Christmas movies. Is it kind of like that for you, where it's like the polar opposite of wrestling? Basically, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, wrestling is how I make my living. It's probably my first passion, but I often say that I work in the combat sports, sports entertainment field, and I'm basically a pacifist who just wants to see Taylor Cole fall in love and fall in every other season, you know? That's right. Um, how how much do I need to care about Logan Paul as a wrestler? Should I start Guy is a heck of an athlete. I, I mean, uh, I don't, I'm sure you Why? saw the clip of him taking a selfie. I saw the clip. It's uh, for three matches in. Uh, I, I Not to sub- subside the hot take before we get to the actual hot take. Guy is really, really dang good. So uh, mm. fair, a good amount uh, care about him as a wrestler. I don't like that at all. <laughs> <We're wrong. laughs> uh, Thanks for coming, Ryan. We'll see you next week. Buddy. <laughs> we'll do a we- weekly uh, wrestling corner with Check Ryan. In with you. <laughs> wrestling corner. That's right. Yeah, that's- I'm against- uh, inside the ring in- with Ryan. Uh, against the up against the turnbuckle. <laughs> with Ryan. Um, all right. Are we ready to talk about lights, camera, Christmas? Born ready. Uh, Lights, Camera, Christmas originally aired on November 5th, 2022. (laughs) It went a little something like this. Uh, The movie kicks off at a movie premiere of a movie called My Favorite Santa, which is going to be streaming on our favorite platform, Dazzle Plus. We love Dazzle Plus. Uh, They do a QA and a after the screening, and everybody is super pumped for the star, Brad Baxter. Uh, He is what they call the king of Christmas movies. Uh, they call on um, uh, people for some questions, and the first one is a woman who seems to really be embarrassing uh, the daughter that she has next to her 
She raves about the costumes in the movie, and it turns out that her embarrassed daughter, Carrie, did the costume, so they call her on stage, and they're like, hi, can you tell us how you got involved with my favorite Santa? And then we get, like, like we go to where a Hallmark Christmas movie would normally start. It's like a, a, a flashback uh, thing, but it's like... Not it's not like typical Hallmark flashbacks are like it's fuzzy, you know, with like pink around it. This is still a flashback. Yes, I'm just saying it's different. Okay, just but also the same. Same. Don't it's still a flashback. Hey, don't make me tombstone pile driver you. Yeah, uh, she I starts, would like to see you try, actually. <laughs> can we clear I, this can table we put that here? on the vlog? Can we put oh. you trying to tombstone pile drive me? Do, after he yeah. finishes that hey, hey, Ryan, do you, do, are you like close personal friends with Undertaker? I've interviewed him in person once and several times, yeah. So what do you need? I need <laughs> you to set me up with me going to his training facility and teaching <laughs> sure. me how to do a tombstone. Oh, yeah, I'll make a call while you uh, do the intro here. Yeah, great. Yeah, very good. Thanks, Ryan. Um, So she starts, uh, they're doing a flashback, and basically she's annoyed at the fact that there's a movie filming in her small town of Twelve Oaks. Uh, She's walking downtown, and she bumps into Brad Baxter, uh, who needs to use her phone and basically just takes it from her, gets on the call. She's not impressed by this guy. Uh, Carrie finds out that she's past due on her store payments. Maybe a pension's going to be coming in? Ooh, magic oh, a pension. pension, a mystery pension? No, not this one. Um, she is uh, past due on some payments that she has. Uh, she has a store of, of, of clothes. <laughs> to say a that. clothing store? Uh, she has a, yeah. a store of clothes. And uh, she might lose her business. Boys, we don't like that. Nope. Uh, the next day, Star coming to the store, and uh, that's when and, uh, she finds out that that's Brad Baxter. Brad Baxter's the famous Christmas guy. Um, the co-star Mariah loves the clothes and, uh, basically is like blown away when she finds that, she, uh, that she designs them all herself. She's like, wow, that's amazing. They leave without buying anything. Uh, the next day director gets a call, uh, her costume designer, that his costume designer, uh, she's not coming. She got a job with Matt Damon. Uh, so you don't come to work when you get a job from Matt Damon, best I could figure. Uh, Mariah is like, you should talk to Carrie. So uh, he goes and basically buys the entire store and says, also, could you come down and help with the fittings just in the first day until I get somebody? Thanks so much. Love you. Bye. Um, she crushes it. First day, she's like throwing out ideas for bits and stuff. And our guy Brad's loving it. Just she's crushing it. Uh, lucky for her, they can't find any other costumer. And so they hire her for the full project. Uh, she uh, has to spend a good bit of time with Brad, and obviously that leads to uh, him developing a bit of a crush on her, her watching more and more of his Christmas movies and kind of digging them. Uh, and eventually he invites himself over to dinner uh, at her mom's house, and they have an absolutely wonderful time. And uh, she decides to apply. She's been thinking about this for a while, toying with the idea of applying for a big fashion design job in NYC um, because she's feeling really good about herself and so she does it and uh, the next day he asks her out on a proper date they go on that proper date it's amazing they slow dance and they kiss and we still got plenty to go everybody boy do we just just hold on your horses Uh, they play in the fake no Rick Uh, they play on the fake stop you a big wrestling fan, Rick? Oh, huge wrestling fan. Who's your favorite wrestler? Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That is, not, that is not even a remotely a surprise. <laughs> Ayo! 
Thanks, Rick. Oh, tagline. Yeah, yeah, we know. Okay, we know. We know. Rick is pumped. You know, hacksaw. Hacksaw. Lived in my small town in Florida. Did he really? Tell me, you have some stories. I never saw. What? Might have been a rumor around town, actually. I don't. Um, It's so uh, fake snow is where they were playing in. And um, so she then gets an email saying that they want to interview her. And she does the interview. And then she uh, is uh, talking with him about it. And is like, hey, um, what do do I do about this job? And he's like, hey, I got this job. I'm going to London. So just know that whatever you decide. I'll be in London, uh, which is an interesting. I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> which is an interesting thing to say, but I think it worked on her. I don't know. Uh, she ends up getting the job. She goes uh, to set. She finds out that uh, Ryan quit the job, the London job, and she's really annoyed by this. And I'm like, okay, take, settle down a little bit. Why are you so upset? But then we find out why she's so upset, and it's because she turned down the nyc job to go and work in london with him which i honestly didn't know was on the table i didn't know a job in london was on the table but apparently it was he flirted flirted it and uh flirted it um and so uh she's very mad she's like i did this thing you didn't even think about me uh blah 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 um and so ultimately what happens is they get back we're at the the screening they do the q a they kind of update where they are in life, and she says that she's moved to L.A. and that she's uh, working with the producer and the director and all that stuff, and she's got a whole career of it. And afterwards, the two of them, they're at, uh, they're at this little uh, uh, after-party thing, and he goes up to her, and he, she, he's like, man, I'm so sorry. Uh, really blew it. She tries to walk away. He's like, no, hey, hold on real quick. Let me tell you something. I'm real sorry about it. Did you hear it? She says, no, thank you. Walks away again, and he's like, what do I got to do? And she's like, that. Uh, they kissed. Like, they smush heads real hard. They walk outside in front of the most beautiful green screen you'll ever see in your life. Uh, they kiss again. She winks at the camera, which is a callback to him winking at the camera in the movie. So that's fun. And that, my friends, was Lights, Lights Camera Christmas. Christmas. That's exactly right. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll see what Ryan found out from The Undertaker, and we'll break down this movie here on Deck the Hallmark. Uh, Welcome back. Ryan, what'd you find out? Get him a signed copy of the children's book, and he's happy to help. Wow. Wow. When's it going to be Christmas again available on Amazon? Fantastic. Unbelievable. Are you telling the Undertaker to go to Amazon and just. No, no, no. (laughs) No, no, no. We'll send it. We'll send it. The children's book. I was like, yeah, that That children's book. That children's book. Wow. There's only one available this holiday. That's right. That's That's exactly right. right. The children's book. The and I book, yes. and I just send that just straight so, to Undertaker, any any cemetery Death Valley, Death Valley. Yeah. yeah twelve Death Valley. Undertaker yeah. Drive Death Valley, <laughs> Death Valley. Yeah, that's right that's yes. exactly yes. right <laughs> um let's uh let's break this movie down let's start the hot take Brian I will start with you uh, as a courtesy thank you uh what did you think about Lights Camera Christmas so I was really excited about this idea uh, I've had a, a Christmas story idea in my mind that I'm trying to work out and it involves uh something in july so you don't summertime. want to give it away clearly I'm not, to... oh, i cannot give away the, this right now it's it involves something ready. in july that's it's, awesome dude. it's like a christmas in july christmas <laughs> so, story this is so cool and this so is so awesome i dude. this idea of of being on set during christmas time, a movie that's 
about Christmas time and seeing the behind the scenes pumped me up. And yeah. I was really looking forward. And so forward. it's nothing like your idea that you have, though. No, no, no. Because no, no, that's no, in guys, July. That's in July. No, 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 no. It would July, be way different. Very different. Really different. I mean, all the movies <laughs> use similar tactics. The stories aren't the same. It's the tactics I'm in, um, I was oh. in, in for. Like, behind the scenes stuff. You've caught on to that in just a few, few Man, short months. you're just really dropping yeah. knowledge. Just dropping dimes out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, Did the movie pay off for you, so, though? Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, <laughs> yeah. I would say, yeah, I didn't get, it wasn't like they were giving away all the secrets, but it was, what was really cool was, and it was like a reminder at how hard people work on these movies. You see a lot of people, a lot of moving parts. You see the fun scene that everybody sees on screen, you know, all the baked goods in yeah. shot. Yep, and then yep. you see all the people who have a hand in making it all happen. So that's a good reminder this holiday season. Just <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Shout great out reminder. To, our, to our casting crew. Reminder. Shout Stay out to tuned to Rob for Brian's crew. story, a Christmas in July Christmas kind of thing, coming soon to a bookstore? A bookstore, probably. Near you? Probably. <laughs> maybe maybe a, 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 a brick and mortar, maybe. And tip even. of the cap to you behind the scenes, so, folks, as right. well. That so you just liked it. About. Yeah. I did like it. Okay. And I thought they, the, the Kimberly Sustead and brother, John Brotherton were great in those roles, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, perfect for those characters. Yes. Um, and yeah, that was, uh, I thought it was pretty funny too at parts. So I really, I did enjoy, I did All right. enjoy this. Yeah. You got there eventually. Uh, let's uh, tag, tag Ryan and tag Ryan's going to go to the, the top rope and he's going to uh, give us uh, the, the hot tag. what do you think, Ryan? I really, really wanted to like this movie. If for uh, no other reason than I'm making a first impression here, I, Bran, I asked you to be on this show because I enjoy these films I did not like this film though. I, I I wanted to, and I and I it started with the Quentin Tarantino flash forward flashback thing, and I was mm. like, Brian, I agreed with you. I was like, this is really different for Hallmark. It's unique, even though it's not revolutionary. It's unique for these films. And after that, I just I I I'm a fan of both of these actors. It just didn't hit for me. It was surprisingly cliche by 2022 Hallmark standards, which I'm not sure is a compliment the hallmark or a diss to the movie. Um, they really wanted you to know Brad is the king of Christmas. I wish we used some of those first 25, 30 pages to make them a little more likable. I didn't care about the B plot with the producer and the director at all. I wanted to like this movie. I want your audience to like me. I'm the wrestling guy. I want to be the Christmas wrestling guy. I did not love this film. Oh boy. Can we really quick though? You mentioned a Christmas wrestling guy. I think there is something there. Uh there some is. sort of uh Ooh, character yeah. wrestler. Uh like like the hurricane, but like better. I think there's something for I have this idea it's gonna be a Christmas wrestler guy in July. Uh oh, so, okay. Well, that's yeah. actually yeah. anything else. That's really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. In July. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the key. Got it. It's gonna change the whole thing. <laughs> that's right. Because you could talk. you could do it. In December, yeah. you could do it. Anybody, that's what everybody's doing. Yeah, you don't. It's a mess. What's that called in wrestling? The the bad guy. There's the a heel. The heel. heel. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The heel. Okay. Yeah. You, so you yeah. think the you think the Christmas wrestler guy's a heel? He's starting out as a heel. I think is. I mean, it's Man, the beginning for Brandon of the journey. Brandon, there could be a good Christmas wrestler guy and a bad Christmas wrestler yeah, guy. Like a that, Krampus. There's, there, there's many. There's many ways yeah. to take. Wow, what a poll. Yeah, there's there's many ways to take it for sure. Yeah. There's something there in July. Mm -hmm. What would the, in July? What in would July. a Christmas wrestler guy's finisher be? Um, the North Star. I don't Cream. know. Cream. North Star. Yeah. Um, the Jolly Saint Nick. The uh, Candy Cane Crusher. Can Ooh, the, the, oh, the Candy Cane Crusher. Candy Cane Crusher. I'm not even really gonna give an entry. That's uh, it. 
Yeah. I all mean, right, Brian. You, stick, yeah, you can out. stick around. Uh, at least until oh, July. You, you we'll see how it plays out. Probation, but <laughs> we'll give you one more episode. Despite that hot take. <laughs> Um, I got a thing. I'm working on a project. <laughs> is it with Steven Spielberg? Hey, any screenwriters listening? You're not like a, What is going on? <laughs> it's in the works. I'm, I signed an NDA. There's nothing I can do July, about it. July. My secret Christmas in July. Pitch. Yeah. Um, I uh, I really like this movie. I thought that it was a, a ton of fun. Very different. Um, really like the two leads. Uh, I thought it was very funny. It made me giggle. Uh, I, I I did feel like even though we got the kiss like halfway through the movie, the last uh, act still, it felt like weirdly like, I don't know, like t- there was a, like, I don't know. It just felt like rushed yeah, at the same time, yeah. but also slow at the same time. I don't really know how they managed to do they that. Um I didn't like the the arguments, the whole the whole oh. thing. Like I, I, it didn't. I didn't love that, and I also didn't really like the apology thing at the end. All of that didn't necessarily work for me. Uh, but the first up, uh, the first uh, uh, good good two thirds of this That's movie, right. I I really really liked, um, and I would like more of that. I, I did like Hallmark, um, uh, you know, kind of winking at. Uh, tropes and behind the scenes stuff. And like, we know that the snow doesn't look real and stuff like that. So like I did really like that. And so uh shout out uh, to Hallmark for that. Dano. Yeah. I think the most frustrating part about this is it's a movie that tries to have its cake and eat it too. Like I, I think John Brotherton is hysterical in this movie. Really, really funny. Kimberly Sustad's great as she always is and is there and is game for comedy. But at some point you either, either have to choose to be the satire or you have to choose to be the Hallmark Christmas movie. And this movie kind of tries to straddle that line for the first two thirds. And then when they finally have the two kiss, the last third of this movie is kind of unbearable. It, it is, it's a dumb misunderstanding. It's, it's uh, some of the B plot stuff that doesn't work as well. And so the storytelling structure is good in this. The two leads are good. And the opening idea, like when we first dive into the first flashback, you're like, Oh man, they are doing it. But then it that wears off pretty quickly. Like that kind of like fresh feeling of they're going to really have a go at themselves in this movie. It wears off pretty quickly. And what you're left with is two good leads trying to do something that's the antithesis of what the film has kind of told you it is, which is having this sincere romance. And so I didn't buy it. I didn't buy the end of it at all. Uh, and for that reason, it at the end of the day is a thumbs down. But I love the, I love the like, the try. Like, I love them trying this. And John Brotherton, I'd love to have him on the show because he'd be hysterical. Mm-hmm. I really liked him a lot. I thought he was really, really funny in this movie. It just didn't quite. I'd have rather them go like, remember Christmas movie Christmas on Up TV? I like, I, I would rather have them gone full bore with the satire uh, instead of this kind of in-between, like, you know, have it both ways situation. And so that was kind of a downer, but aside from that, still one of the better ones of the year. I don't think the year has been that great so far. I, I, w- I would say definitely in the top half of the year, maybe in the top two or three we've seen this year in the Christmas season so far, but not near the level of Christmas always. But I actually is- like that. It wasn't full satire because I felt like Christmas, Christmas, it got old, like they, like eventually, like I like that this one still had its well, majority of it in reality. I feel like then they probably should have scaled back on this. I would have been fine if they scaled back on the satire a okay. little bit. Like either one. I just think they're in this mushy middle that doesn't do anything for me. Okay. Um, I'll allow it. That's where I was. I'll allow it. Yeah. 
just this once. Uh, it's time for all the feels. Time part of the show. We talk about what in this movie gave us his feels. Brian. So what gave me feels here, and it was a surprised feels and sort of gratifying feels because they showed screens on the screen long enough for me to pause and verify what was on the screen. So they showed. Can you tell like, me more? Sure. For example, they showed a spreadsheet. Dan, I don't. Okay. <laughs> They showed like an Excel oh, sheet. Oh, spreadsheet for feels. Fi- for finances. We hit for the her- jackpot, everybody. Yeah, this is a good one. They showed the finances That's of her Brian business. Brian Harold's Christmas in July Christmas project that's under wraps. Nina, reach on up. I paused it and I added up the numbers in one of the columns, checked out. I was wow. I only, checked, I only checked the first column. Well, what so are you even doing? I right get- now? And also, there was a scene where she had her resume on screen. Uh-huh. I read the whole thing. There were only two. Did you hire her? Uh, I would definitely schedule an interview Great. with her to hear more. One of her skills was documents and okay. spreadsheets, and so documents. Like, okay, I have some questions about what the skill mean. was. Documents, yeah. not yeah. like Google yeah. Docs. No, documents, no. documents, and spreadsheets was another. Yeah, that's point, weird. Which, that's weird. But her other information on there, it like somebody took the time to write it. Good. And I was impressed that they, you know, sometimes they rush right through that stuff. And so, in a movie when they're satirizing the making of Hallmark movies, it's weird expect, that they would yeah, get that right. They spent the time on that. Yeah. So I was, you know, gratified. It's new Hallmark. It is. Don't, it's new don't, Hallmark. don't bring your bag Don't sleep on this. new Hallmark. Uh, Ryan, what, what are you feeling in this? Well, I feel very underprepared. I came with no math. Um, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, uh, I, I I have a lovely, uh, there's two things. I have a lovely uh, seven and a half uh, tree from Costco that I use every year. So I'm not a balsamic hill guy, balsam hill guy, balsamic. That's balsamic a, hill. Balsamic no, that's hill. a different full thing. Balsamic vinegar. Thing. Yeah, we're also working I just, on that. I just, a, I just had a house salad earlier. Sorry, my yeah. apologies. <laughs> uh, but the balsam hill uh, drop was cool. Uh, yeah. uh, but then past, I, I referenced that because I didn't get a lot of visual feels in this. I thought the sets like I, I wanted more Christmas sets from the Christmas film. It seemed like the majority of it took place either on the lot or in a cafe that had virtually no Christmas decor. Um, but I did like Kimberly Sustead's house. Uh, that made me happy. And uh, Balsamic Hill coming soon to a store near you. Yes. That's right. It's a great dressing. It smells I, great. Oh, yeah, it is. Like it's festive balsamic yeah, vinegar. Festive. Yeah. Seasonal. For I would say that is one of, was one of my wait what's is the fact that Kimberly Sustead's house is more festively decorated than the film is, mm. which is not how these movies would be made at all in mm. real life. So there's that. So I'm with you there, Ryan. Um, mine, uh, the, the the bakery itself, I got a kick out of and also wanted to eat all of the baked goods. There was oh, yeah. so many baked goods in this yeah. bakery over yeah. the top, which I thought was very funny, yeah. but also loved it. Um, I... And very, I was very excited when I turned on my TV on Sunday night, and I found out that um, the cooking shows, the holiday baking shows, are coming on the Food Network. They're premiering. Uh, I love those. I love holiday baking shows. Uh, so very excited about that, and uh, loved seeing all the baked goods in the. Dan? I also had spreadsheet feels. <laughs> no, God, they were no. legit spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, sorry. No feels for me aside from I thought John Brotherton was really, really funny and he crushed it in this movie. All right. All right. I'll, you, you, when you and John, you're going on your date when? Well, soon. Hopefully. John. He's in London. Oh, yeah, I thought he was great. I thought he was unbelievable in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he's in London and he's going to ghost you. Oh, he is going to ghost me. 
That's exactly right. Uh, let's take I one more. I did see the ghost of John Brotherton live. Oh, my God. Oh, so you got to take us to that. Yeah, I know. It's a big gift. Uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back. We'll do the wait, what, and the what, the hallmark here on Deck the Hallmark on WTZR. Santa's Welcome back, everybody. We're talking about lights, camera, Christmas. And we're going to break this down uh, with two more segments. We're going to start with the hot take here on this side of the break. Uh, and I'll start with you, Brian. If it's okay, I'm going to start with the wait, what? On what did I say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hot take. Guys, the hot take. I'm going to go, go take a lap. Take a lap. I'm going to take home. a quick lap. Yep. Yep. I don't deserve to be yeah, here a little. Yep. Maybe yeah. some this balsamic hill dressing will get some pep in your step. <laughs> yeah, head over the front. Rich. No kidding. Yeah, it's like uh, apple cider vinegar. It's got a festive like peppermint after. Yeah. You just take a couple shots of that, mm-hmm. you're good to go. That's what I get. Gargle it. Yeah. Good. Ding. Mm. <laughs> what was that last thing? Oh, Were I you like spitting it. into a spittoon yeah. there? Ding. <laughs> All right. It's an old fashioned spittoon. Yeah. Spittoonia. So <laughs> in the very beginning, the producer takes a photo of BB with the mayor, and he takes the photo in landscape mode, and they show him taking the picture, and then BB flips it. Huge one. Twice Huge he does it. He yes. retakes it and flips it. Uh, and so obviously you got to mention that. And I, I mean the obvious one that we probably all have on our list, but I'll just start us off here. Nobody knows anybody's phone number. No, <laughs> no it. one knows anyone's I, phone number. I know that's absurd. Baby, give me a break. <laughs> I made an argument here. Yeah, he I tried. made an, he I made an argument. Yep. The argument is if there was one person that you would know if you're an actor, it would be your agent's number. Yeah, I just uh, maybe, yeah. but. I mean, that's and then an I immediately argument. said, Brian, what's my cell number? And I knew yeah. your last four. One, last you're not four. my agent. That's right. And I actually knew your cell number, which ruined you did. the argument. But I, legitimately, the idea that you could take someone else's phone yes. and call anyone aside from your significant other is just Absurd. crazy town. Absurd. But when you're married to your job. Oh, I see what you did there. Your that's agent just, kind of like is. Yeah. And the other, just one more. I'll leave on this one. The crew seemed to have a lot of downtime while they yes. were filming this movie. Uh, and I was just one, you know, kind of surprised. I don't think it would go like that. I feel like it's more not in a fifteen-day shoot. It wouldn't. Yeah, I no. feel like it's a little more hectic. You got a bang, bang, bang. Uh, Ryan, what you got? I have several. I'll limit them because I don't want to step on others. Uh, but I was very disturbed early on in the film when they're doing the director-producer tension thing, and I believe it's Brotherton who says, "After this shoot, she deserves a purple heart." <laughs> there uh, it is. It, it, can't it, say that. It, it just seems strong. From <laughs> listen, we it don't we seem a, like equatable things. We have a lot of fun here, Dr. Hallmark. Um, what you should never do is say that an assistant of a movie shoot deserves the same award given to a soldier who was injured irrevocably yeah. or died in battle. I'm honestly surprised that it, it made it through to the final draft. I, like two <laughs> weeks ago, Tom Brady had to apologize for saying that football's like being That's active right. service. So like, it's not something you say, you, you don't, don't joke that. about it. You don't say I it. was surprised. I was surprised it made it through a week after uh, the troops. Movement. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So there you go. Uh, not, not great on any level. Uh, some quick hits. There was about 20 people at that tree lighting ceremony <laughs> with the mayor. Why'd they keep <laughs> taking the wide shot? Like, because like the, the close shot, it looked like there was a lot of people there, but Dude. they insisted on taking the wide shot where it was very clear that no yeah. one I, was there. I didn't get I'm it. just, I'm telling you right now, Ryan can just come on for me anytime. He's literally everyone Doing he's got, job. I had written down. He's nailing it right now. Uh, Keep going. Okay. Uh, uh, early on in the film, the mom says, this is just small. This was probably just me. The mom says to Kimberly, she says, do you want to grab a ribbon and forget your troubles? 
Is that all it takes to forget your troubles? <laughs> is to grab a ribbon? I wish. Yeah, yeah. I imagine that. That's a good life hack. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I have two more. It's okay if I need to stop, though. No, uh, for it, man. Go for it. All right. Uh, the whole hip Santa outfit thing, which is described as, quote, a total game changer, is <laughs> yeah. literally just a Charles Dickens getup. Uh, yeah. it, it's like, it couldn't be, I mean, it's fashionable, <laughs> but it's not new. Uh, like, uh, it, I was, I was perplexed, uh, cause it's literally Dickens. Uh, and then lastly, at the end of the film, near the end, before the, uh, the green screen thing, they go, this is going to be the first ever female Santa Claus in the sequel. And that is just unequivocally not, not true. true at and all. It bothered me greatly. Not true at all. Do you want yeah. to know what is a game changer? Literally, though? Noel on Disney Plus was what, like two years ago? Yeah. Like, Hallmark has had films with female Santa Claus. That's right. Sure. Alicia Witt was like, That's wasn't right. she, like, yeah. a, come on. Yeah. Uh, do you want to know what is a game changer? What is this idea that Brian has for the July? Thing? He told you about the idea. Just bits and pieces. He's just starting to sprinkle, sprinkle it in, a little sprinkle bit. in here like and there. You just got to be, yeah, yeah. you just got to be uh, paying attention. Notice the grind. <laughs> Um, he gets pizza in from New York Ugh. for their date. And I refuse to believe that that's still good. I know oh. I did a bit a couple weeks ago on Instagram live where I asked our friend Jax to bring down pizza from New York. I wouldn't have eaten it. Uh, it can't be still be good. I, I just, I can't imagine that happening. Uh, I also love the fact that she walks in to, uh, she's uh, so excited. She got an interview for this job and she says, I got an interview on zoom in, in new, new york, york. <laughs> which those are uh -huh. it, it really doesn't matter things. it doesn't really matter where this the the zoom uh, zoomer zoomy the zoomer is taking place it's over zoom yeah. it's, over, it's zoom. over zoom you don't have to say in new york we don't over zoom yeah. in new york in new york in new york congratulations dan um yeah this is the worst jimmy stewart impression i think anyone's <laughs> yeah. ever seen on tape on film anywhere and like we've all three panda We've all done it before. We've all done Jimmy Stewart, and none of ours are great. But what he Hold does? On, let's see, Ryan. Give us a Jimmy. Give us a Jimmy Stewart. You got a oh, Jimmy I'm gonna Stewart. Have to, I'm gonna. I, I can't. I can't besmirch. <laughs> like, I, I don't want to even try. I'll let see, you guys besmirch. That's that's what our guy John Brotherson should have done. He should have said should've that. Said I would. Or done his own thing and done like John Wayne instead. <laughs> <laughs> Marry you, pilgrim. <laughs> like he shouldn't have done Jimmy Stewart there because it's a terrible Jimmy Stewart impression. Yeah, like it's not even in the ballpark, dude. Like is it bad on purpose? I don't know. I don't know. It's just bad. Um, I I'm sorry. You have a job offer in New York and a job offer in London, and your what you decide to do is say no to one before accepting the other one. That's stupid. That's dumb. Like if you have two job offers, you go and confirm the one before you turn the other one down. One hundred percent of the time, you always go and be like, "Hey, I'm coming to London with you." And then you go and turn that thing down. You do not do one of those things, the negative thing first, in case the other one falls through. That that was very, very difficult, especially as a misunderstanding. That whole thing was very, very difficult for me to like earnestly believe that these two people were having that conversation at that point. That was really hard. Um, they uh they do a good job of showing, as Brian said, in his hot take or the feels, I think it was the hot take, how like they light a movie and make a movie. But what's weird is, is that when they're in present day at this event, they don't spotlight the stage at all. <laughs> the, the, the producer 
the producer of the film is the host of the Q&A, and he looks like he's in the shadows waiting to pounce and murder someone. Like, we don't have a spotlight for the stage? We don't have something that would spotlight the people talking? They, what? And, and lastly, the whole charade of bringing her up on stage is ruined by the fact that after they finished filming the movie way back when, they hired her, didn't they? Didn't they end up hiring her when the movie was over? Yeah. yeah. So what is the deal? Mm-hmm. What What's the deal with her being either they bring the costume designer on stage or they don't, but she's in the, st- yeah. like she's been working with them the whole time. That is yeah. true. It's not like they just saw her for the first time and went, Oh my gosh, get well, up here. She's been with them yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah. That, that does, that brings me to a, what the homework which is how that's how much time that's why what the homework too because they're trying to do both maybe the job like she hasn't done another job for them but clearly mm-hmm. clearly there's been enough time since they filmed the movie for everyone like for john brotherton to go and uh-huh. shoot another whole movie that's yeah. already rap production and she had already moved to la yes they've yeah. been with her literally the whole time so they just weren't going to invite her up it's weird that they invited that whole thing is ruined the entire frame of this film doesn't hold up. And it's weird too because if this was in LA where she was, why was her mom there? And, and if, if it it's was back in home, home, why did they go all why, the way there yeah, to do this? Why'd she leave LA? To, yeah. Oh, it's the premiere of the movie. So they premiered it there in that little town. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But she's been in LA. She's been she's, with them. Yeah, she should be that's busy like in LA. <laughs> Bad. That's, that's all I got. Yeah. I I will give you that one. Uh, it's time for what the hallmark is far as show we wonder what could have been maybe helping us declare what should we tell uh brian what are you still wondering about so i while i was watching this i had questions about uh labor being how they would feel about this (laughs) like women in labor just labor you know like yeah (laughs) labor unions and how that would how i assume they would not be happy that they were just picking somebody from that town to work on the movie but rena and our double decker group straightened out answered a few questions so i actually got that answered and she could start as a non-union member, and then she she would have to join the union. So I assume she joined the union because uh, everything was good. But the other big question I had was, is it more fun for a crew to work on a movie like this where you're doing behind-the-scenes stuff, or is it more work? Like, is it harder to shoot the behind-the-scenes stuff and make it look like a movie set? Oh, I see just, what you're asking. Yeah. Or is it just easier because you just you don't have to, you know, you, huh. you don't have to cover That's up. A good well, I think you need, but you need extra of everything because they're using the stuff You're filming with things and like so they need more of the stuff yeah you can't like not use the stuff yeah they need more of the stuff they need more of the stuff for the right. stuff they for need the stuff to film they the need stuff. the stuff and yes. then they need the stuff to, yeah. to so film with double, the stuff it's a double stuff yeah it's a double stuff yeah that's right uh, that goes great with a balsamic hill oh my i don't know yeah. if you know it's, it's, it's a natural it's the peanut butter and jelly of our time that's uh ryan what are you still wondering about i i got i got two uh i want the dazzle plus movie the uh, creation of dazzle plus the inner workings of dazzle plus i actually genuinely think that would be an interesting film here's this christmas streaming service uh and i i actually would watch that uh Mm -hmm. i I mean i watch all these things but you know what i mean uh (laughs) and then the bigger thing though for me the pressing issue here uh you know kimberly susted and brotherton they get together but the elephant in the room is that uh, Susted's mother has a massive crush That's on. Right. Yep. She was fawning over him at dinner. They get very close at that selfie at the end. This doesn't seem sustainable. 
for the no. long term. It's uh, actually a lifetime movie sequel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that, that was my big concern as, as we faded the black, is that uh, this feels like trouble down the line. It does. Dazzle does. Plus After Dark. That's uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's where it. that's going. And that and the, can, the Candy Crush Crusher, the Candy Cane Crusher. You candy Cane Crusher. You're doing great. Um, so the mayor in this movie is a giant with the homework, just in oh, general, yes. everything about him. Uh, but at the end of this movie, the, they're rapping and they're all talking and the director, producer, whatever says, uh, if we get another one of these, we're going we're gonna to come back and we're going to yeah, film it here yeah, 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 yeah. in 12 Oaks. And the uh, mayor plays back the audio who's recording it on his phone yeah. and they all laugh they chuckle they say this is funny it's black veil's funny we love it <laughs> but like how often is this guy doing this yeah. like, like recording on like oh, man. It, like is there a chance that the reason why they got to film this in the first place is he was in the right place right time recording audio like he does and he was him. able like he has something on the dazzle plus folks like i always thought trace recorded a lot but not compared to this, not, guy. this, this guy goodness yeah. gracious that guy and they i i love how they all laughed like oh, we oh, love that he's recording us again that is so funny when he does that it's such uh, a I feel good like he'd either not last long as a mayor doing when people or he would last or forever forever forever, forever. Yes. forever that's right probably forever yeah. probably yeah uh, my big one is how long in between the screening and the when they actually made the movie because we know that these are made in 15 days and they usually turn it around in a couple of months but it's clear that they're treating this like a feature film where you you wrapped principal photography and then there's a long editing and production process and there's like been a lot of months that have spaced out because like it's long enough for them both to have had careers and not talk about it and that was my big question was how long do we are we supposed to believe it took them to take the photography of a hallmark movie and put it together <laughs> Cause Cause we, sentence, man. yeah because we know how long it takes yeah yeah, more than fair. Yeah. Uh, we did, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, Ryan, thanks so much for joining, buddy. You were great. Uh, yeah, excellent Anytime. job. Anytime. Uh, I know there's tons of people out there listening to this and they're like, how can I get more Ryan talking about A lot wrestling? of people in the chat don't even know his last name. So you can start there and then talk about your shows. Uh, sure. No, no, real quick. Uh, Ryan Fapola. It's, uh, there's a lot of P's and L's. Very easy to find. Just keep repeating P's and L's. You'll find me. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'm on Twitter at Bodie is Ryan, all those social platforms. And if you want to catch me talk about WWE, uh, my primary show is WWE's The Bump which airs weekly on Peacock and all of WWE social platforms. That's Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, again, on Peacock and all WWE socials. And then I host a bunch of other things. I'm on Twitter spaces talking about our premium live events and a lot of other fun stuff. If you have any interest in WWE at all, uh, give us a follow. We have a lot of fun. And we're being invited onto the Peacock show. When it's is interesting that? interesting to talk. We're all going to be on we're the We're going to all be on the bump. Phenomenal. In LA? Yeah. Oh, actually, the Taker's calling again. So, uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> just Taker. put him on. Just put him on. Did you just call him Taker? <laughs> yeah, Taker. His well, first name is Under? <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you interview a man several times, you know. Well, you his, call, is his middle name yeah. like an Under M. Taker? <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm, under, I'm Under Taker. I've been to the pad at Death Valley. It's how these things that's, go. That's right. how, yeah, yeah. No big deal. All his friends call him Taker. All Taker. Hey, take her. Uh, well, Ryan, thank you so much for joining us, buddy. It was so this much was a fun. Show, guys. Thank you. Uh, and to everybody listening or watching at home, thank you. Maybe <laughs> 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 the first to wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Deck the Homework is the That Sounds Fun podcast. It's produced by Tracy Noah's name. It's recorded live in, yeah, that Greenville, South Carolina. For more information on Deck the Homework, you can go to deckthehomework.com. You're about to hear some ads that help keep the lights on here at the studio.
Feel free to listen. Feel free to turn it off, whatever you want to. But either way, thanks so much for your support.